0: Football fans, this is Jeff Power, senior writer for Real-Time Fantasy Sports, and welcome to another edition of the Real-Time Fantasy Sports podcast. On today's show, I'm going to have on Rick Wolf. Rick is the president of Fantasy Alarm, and he's also the co-host of Colton and the Wolfman on Sirius XM Fantasy Radio. If you want to hear this interview, Rick and I are going to be breaking down the receiver position for the coming season. Before I get in my interview with Rick Wolf, I wanted to tell you about our fantasy games here at Real-Time Fantasy Sports. We have all different sorts of fantasy games to offer all of our users. You can sign up for any of these games at rtsports.com. Just go to rtsports.com, click on the football link, and check out all the games we have to offer. We have all different sorts of price points, different formats, high-stakes games. We have high-stakes contests, all different games to sign up for today. Just go to rtsports.com. And check us out on the web. And now, here's my interview with Rick Wolf of Fantasy Alarm.
1: I'm joined now by Rick Wolf, president of Fantasy Alarm. You can go to Fantasy Alarm at fantasyalarm.com. He's also co host of Colton and the Wolfman on Sirius XM Fantasy Radio. Rick, thanks so much for joining me today. Really appreciate it.
2: No problem. And who would have thought uh, a dope like this would be able to broadcast for seven years on uh, Sirius XM? So. I feel blessed for that and uh and I hope that you know I'm entertaining and sometimes help people who are you know more like me, sort of an average joe who who plays loves to play fantasy really a lot, but you know has a day job on building products and services for fantasy folks and uh and you know how to eliminate certain players in a strategy so that you know you don't have to know the details of you know how fast Cortland Sutton is for instance.
1: well. Well, you're obviously doing something right because you've been in this fantasy industry a long time now. Like you said, you're building some great stuff. I want to hear about the great stuff you're building over at Fantasy Alarm. Tell me what you guys got going on over there right now.
2: Yeah, well, I've been at it five years now. And, of course, Fantasy Alarm existed since 2010. But um, I I came in January of 2014, um, so it's four and a half years now. And we've had a chance to layer technology onto content, which is much different than what other folks do. Most people put up a blog. And uh, and they delivered you written content and sometimes they put their own Excel tables into there, um, but what we do is we marry both content and tools. So when our guys write something, they put it on top of a data tool and they tell it what columns to put in, and then it's all sortable and it's all searchable, native searchable. And uh, so we've been able to marry those two things. And then on top of that, build some cool things like the way our draft guides are delivered, um, the way our sync our league sync technology works where you can sync your leagues in and bring it, bring it into our infrastructure. So, um, you know, we're, we're just scratching the surface, but um, it's been really fun and exciting, and I'm looking forward to it going forward. And folks, if they want to join the community, of course, we've set up something special for RT Sports users. You can go to fantasyalarm.com slash RTS25, and that will using that promo code RTS25 will give you the whole season, all those things, draft guide, ultimate cheat sheet, league sync for your seasonal leagues, daily fantasy sports with complete tools for RT Daily in our infrastructure and all of that for only $75. So with that with that promo code, $99 is the regular price right now. as an early bird, and then you get it for 75 with RTS25.
1: That's awesome, Rick. I, I highly recommend our users go check that out and sign up for that. It will really help them not just get ready for the draft but also in season as well. You guys put up great, great content throughout the year, and uh, we're really glad you're a, a part of uh, – I guess, our family a little bit because we've been working together a lot lately. Now we've implemented your rating system for our drafts as well, which is very exciting as well. You can just click on that after you finish your draft on our site. It'll tell you how you rank using the Fantasy Alarm system. So that's exciting as well. So we're really excited to be working with Fantasy Alarm. And I'm excited to have you on, Rick. So we're going to talk about receivers today, Rick. I want to hear, first of all, I know you kind of just mentioned a little bit you look more of it. From the average Joe perspective, more when it comes to fantasy. So, considering that, how before you get to talking about specific players, how do you approach? How are you approaching the receiver position this year in your drafts?
2: Okay, and so the way you know I devised the system with my college roommate Glenn Colton, um, and in 2002 when we began playing together in the League of Alternative Baseball Reality for baseball, we both had day jobs. He was a federal prosecutor and i was i was starting Rotoworld world at that time so we were both extremely busy building i was building the first systems for Rotoworld, world and he was keeping people from uh he was putting putting bad guys in jail um specifically colombian cartel believe it or not um wow. so we 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 invented the, the system so that we could compete, and then obviously we gave it a snarky name on purpose because there were all these systems out there, the Lima system from, from Ron Chandler and you know, all these other systems out there. So we, made, we gave it a snarky name just to make fun of the whole fact that people gave them names. Um, and then we won Labor 2002 and 2003, and in 2003 we started playing in expert leagues in football, and we said we need these same rules because we can't study every football. We can't compete against John Hansen. That's crazy. At the time you know, we, And so we got in these expert leagues And we were like What are we going to do So we invented the SMART system And what SMART is It's, it's an acronym um, System stands for The offensive system Management stands for How you manage things in draft The M stands for management The A stands for age Because in football More than any other sport The younger the player The more likely he is Not to get hurt The more likely he is To play well And then reserve Stands for handcuffs Because There was no word Handcuffs in 2002 <laughs> So we use, we use reserve, we use reserves because you got the guy's backup. And, uh, and then T stands for talent, um, because talent, you know, the talent of the player always rises to the top. I mean, a great example is in, um, 2015, we were drafting, um, Darren McFadden in every league that we had because everybody drafting Joe Randall, Joe Randall, Joe Randall. And we're like, one guy has talent, one guy doesn't who is going to eventually win by week three Darren McFadden's there you know 1,100 yards rushing and 10 touchdowns and we won many leagues that year so
1: all right well that's good stuff so in general though with the receiver position is this I know a lot of people talk about the zero running back theory last year and I think that's kind of gone by the wayside a little bit this year after last year's production at the running back position so for this season how are you looking at that when it's come, when you're stacking your draft? Are you going to still go for one of those elite guys early or would you rather get a couple top running backs for the first two picks or just, just how are you stacking that receiver position for this year?
2: Alright, so one of the key rules in um, the smart system in management is managing your draft. And one of the components of the draft is to first recognize how many positions you have that you can put running backs at. So if you have two running backs and a flex, then you can put three of them in your lineup. And in your first four rounds, you need to get those three running backs. So you need to get three running backs in the first four rounds. If there are two flexes, you need four running backs in the first five rounds. And it's just very simple math because there are only maybe 20 bell cow backs you know, or, or you know backs that carry the ball and carry the load at the beginning of the season, and there aren't many that are going to show themselves after that. Um, that and where there could be as many as 40 or 50 – from the wide receiver, receiver position that just getting those running backs early and getting two out of three of those right, if there's a flex, um, means that you have probably 60%, 65% better chance of winning. Can you win the other ways? Of course. You hit on your early wide receivers, go wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, and you hit on a couple shots at talented running backs who are not in the first position like Darren McFadden that I mentioned.
0: Of course you
2: can win like that. But you have to be studied on every single player in the league, and for us, Figuring out the running backs, getting that position right, allows us to make mistakes in the other areas. So that's how we approach the running back, the wide receiver area. So generally, no, we don't get wide receivers. If, if DeAndre Hopkins falls to the, the wheel and we're the, we're the 12th pick, then yeah, we can take him. But then we're going to go running back, running back, running back in the next three spots to make sure that we have that 60% chance better, better chance to win.
1: Okay, so using that smart system, you're going to need to hit on a couple players that take probably steps forward for the coming season. So are there any guys this year that you're looking at that a receiver two that you think might take that big leap forward? I know a lot of times there's talk of the third year, uh receiver takes a big step forward the third year. Is there anybody out there this year that you think could do that?
2: Well, there are a couple guys that we've been taking over and over that, that nobody is on, to be honest. Okay. Um, I like Devontae Parker better than everybody in the industry, and I don't really understand why other people don't. It's all about talent. The T in smart stands for talent. He's a guy, you know, that we're getting as our third wide receiver. So we've got three running backs, and then, you know, the third wide receiver in the sixth or seventh round or even eighth round, we're getting a guy like Devontae Parker. Robert Woods, another good example. Brandon Cooks is falling to the late spots like that. Corey Davis, guys with great, amazing talent. There might not be a faster wide receiver in the league than Brandon Cooks. I mean, that guy got faster this offseason. And every day, if you, see, if you listen to Sean McVay, every day when he posts his like, press conference, at the very end he goes, and that Brandon Cooks is fast. Like every day. So obviously this guy is fast. He's impressing the folks over there. And uh, you know they're going to be devising some plays. And there might not be a smarter young coach around, or certainly not more hardworking than Sean McVay.
1: You probably answered my next question already, talking about Cooks, because he's one guy that I definitely think is falling that probably shouldn't fall as far as he has right now. But I'm just looking at ADP numbers right now. Are there any receivers out there that you think, man, I can't believe that guy's going so low. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i really getting good value on him. You talked about Devontae Parker as well. Anybody else out there?
2: Well, you know, there, it depends on how far you're talking about, right? We're seeing mm-hmm. what happens normally is there's a, normally a pretty good hype surrounding rookies at both running back and at wide receiver. And then when they come to camp and you see their position fourth on the depth chart and third on the depth chart, you know, the, the, the shine comes off the diamond. So, you know, I think we've certainly been seeing some of that with, you know, your your Anthony Miller's and Cortland Sutton's and, you know, guys like that have been have been certainly um certainly dropping. By the way, I'm I'm very high on Anthony Miller. I'm high on that whole Chicago Bears uh offense. I think the S stands for system and smart. And that's one of the offenses that I know I'm getting good value at because all of the guys in that offense are dropping. You know, you're getting your Jordan your Jordan Howard as the first pick in the third round on average. You know, you're getting your Trey Burton in the eighth or ninth round. You know, Anthony Miller is your last pick in a lot of drafts. So um, I think you're getting huge value from that Chicago Bears uh, offense. But guys, Cooks, Demarius Thomas is dro- keeps dropping. I don't really – I mean – He's a he's a quintessential athlete with a better quarterback now. I think that um, that I don't understand that, and maybe I'm too much of a layman to understand it. Maybe you can tell me why that's happening, but huh. I, I, I'm not smart enough to understand that.
1: No, Emmanuel Sanders is another guy that I've seen dropping a little more than
2: yeah, expected
1: for me because I think Case Keenum is an upgrade at the position for them for this year, and it should help both those guys. So. Those are some good targets as well. I, I like that. Thank you, Rick. And uh, I want to talk about the mid-rounds now. How about some mid-round receiver targets? Again, you may have mentioned a couple of them, but a lot of people think the drafts are one in these mid-rounds. That's where you got hit on some big guys and some guys are going to take a step forward. Is there any mid-round targets for you this year that you're looking at in drafts?
2: Well, in the, in the, m- remember what we do, right? So we get three of the first four rounds are running backs. The fourth, the, the, the wide receiver is either a top-line guy because one of the top guys fell. Um, You know, it's a a Keenan Allen or a Mike Thomas or, you know, a Mike Evans or even a Devonta Adams. One of those guys falls to us in the second round or in the early third round, then we take him and then we take the running back later, right? So maybe we get one guy there. But we usually live in the area that you're talking about. And that's the Cooks, Emmanuel Sanders, Robert Woods, Corey Davis, De- Devontae Parker. These guys are the guys that are ending up um, on our team most of the time. Juju Smith-Schuster has ended up on an enormous number of my best balls or my other teams as someone who ends up in that fourth round for me. And I, I don't know how he gets all the way to the fourth round. He's, he's, he should be the only guy they really throw to other than, other than um, Brown. So that's always pretty surprising to me. So those are some guys in that middle range. If you want to go further in that middle, down in that middle range, to the you know seventh, eighth rounds, guys like Marquise Goodwin and Marquise Lee. Marquise Lee, he's he's basically the number one wide receiver in Jacksonville. And uh, you know there are going to be games when Bortles throws. So you know Marquise Lee, when they're against the defense that you know Bortles is going to, or the game plan says Bortles is going to throw, he's a starter. So you know, I don't get that. I also don't get why you don't take a shot at Jordy Nelson in the 10th round. Why not?
1: Very well said, Rick. So I've asked you a lot about guys you want, guys you're looking at, guys you're considering taking, think are good values. How about on the other end of the spectrum? How about any receivers you're avoiding this year? You just don't want any part of them for whatever reason. You got any of those guys out there?
2: I'm, avo- I'm avoiding anyone who there are question marks about because then that allows me not to have to think about them ever again. And there's always there's always the next man up. Right. I'm avoiding Doug Baldwin now because there are issues there. Everybody's saying, Oh, I'm getting value on him. Well, yeah, but what if his knee breaks? Well maybe his knee won't break. Um I avoid Odell Beckham completely because the off the field stuff is crazy. And I'm just not willing to end up with nine games instead of fifteen instead of sixteen. So I take a running back in that spot instead. Because find a guy I can be sure of. So definitely avoiding those two as early guys. On late guys, it's all about the system, guys who end up in the wrong system or it's too crowded uh you know, like a guy like chris Hogan, everybody's targeting and i've seen I've seen guys emerge out of nowhere for Brady and his main guys you know go go six catches for one twenty and two touchdowns like Hogan will one week, but then he'll be two for twenty and nothing for five weeks so i just I generally avoid the new england um the New England players completely because I can't figure it out and I'm not an expert, so I don't try to. So I avoid situations more than players, systems more than players um, a lot of times, if that helps.
1: No, that makes sense to me. So my last question for you, you mentioned Anthony Miller is a guy you're looking at near the last round of the draft. Anybody else out there in those last couple rounds are like, hey, man, I'm just going to take a chance on him. He could end up emerging and doing something. You got any – recommendations for those late round flyers
2: yeah in in the in the late rounds i think you really want to take shots at guys who can just jump up and that's when i take every like every like hyped player from the local media like if i hear people talking about take one smith Traequan one smith in uh, new orleans i'll go read the new orleans newspaper that day and put him on my kind of last round list um you know i think guys like Tyrell Williams end up going in the 15th, 16th round, and you know if you're willing to take if you're willing to take your kicker and defense last, you know that's what you do. Generally, I have a guy like Anthony Miller in my back pocket, and I and, and I go defense and kicker around early so I can get one of the best of each of those, and then I take you know take Miller last. Another guy who's going un, almost undrafted a lot of times in the best balls that I've been doing on RT Sports is uh, Deshaun Jackson. And I don't really I don't really get that completely. I mean, he's been basically living with Jameis Winston. Winston's been living at his house. And, uh, you know, Winston's going to be out a couple of games. I know the suspension and all that, but, you know, nobody's given him any love. And, and you know, I think he could emerge as a slot guy who ends up with 75 or 80 catches for 1,000 yards and five or six touchdowns, and that's good for your last round pick.
1: Awesome stuff, Rick. Really appreciate you coming on and talking receivers with me today. I know I love the smart system. I think our Listeners will really enjoy hearing you break it down and giving them a different way maybe to approach their draft for the coming season. Great stuff. And, Rick, I want to ask you again, can you give me the promo code that you're offering the RT Sports listeners and users on our site again for your site? Can you let me know about that?
2: There's two. There's there's, fantasyalarm.com slash RT Sports, and that will take you to our draft guide offer and give you 60% off that so they can get that for only $16. And that includes the draft guide and the cheat sheet. And 12 hours 12 hours a day of live chat on our homepage. They can get a live expert anytime they want. Um, you know, expert being the so-called expert, I guess. But these guys know a lot more than I do for sure. Um, and then there's fantasyalarm.com slash uh, 20, RTS25, which will is the whole package. That's all the DFS content. That's all the seasonal leak sync content um, and synchronization with your seasonal leaks. And plus all the draft guide, ultimate cheat sheet, and 12 hours a day of live chat on the site. And that's only $75 with that promo code RTS25.
1: Awesome stuff, Rick. Really appreciate it. That's Rick Wolf, president of Fantasy Alarm and co-host of Colton and the Wolfman on Sirius XM Fantasy Radio. Thanks so much, Rick.
2: All right. Thank you, Jeff.
0: And that was my interview with Rick Wolf of Fantasy Alarm. I want to thank Rick for being a guest on the podcast. He did a great job helping you get ready for the fantasy football season, going over all the receivers for the coming year. This has been Jeff Power for Real-Time Fantasy Sports. Have a great day, everyone.